Again, good morning. We are in a sermon series titled Shine. That's taken from Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify God who is in heaven. We're looking at various ways that Christians, you and me, uh, the church has shown and in doing so pointed to God. One of the most important ways that the church has shown the light towards God is in its valuation of human life. That is true from the very, very first days of the Christian church. I'm reading a great history book called Dominion. I heartily recommend it, and it really underscores this point. This is one thing that set the church apart, is it that it valued human life in ways that the surrounding culture just did not. And that is a way that we continue to shine the light of Christ and point towards God in our valuation of human life, that every life is precious, created by God, someone for whom Christ died, someone for whom the Spirit is sent. It's my pleasure to invite Beth Whitehead uh, to speak to us this morning. Beth is the director of Mariah Center. Mariah Center is a crisis pregnancy center which has been in operation since 1974 which, parenthetically, is the year I was born. Uh, Beth has been the director there for, I want to say 20 years, but that's, you've been volunteering there 20 years. Director for not quite 20, but uh, it's our real privilege to partner with Mariah Center to uh, support the important work that they do. So, Beth, thank you for speaking to us this morning. I remember the first time I spoke here, I stood right there. I was so nervous, my hand was shaking. And now they gave me a podium. It's kind of fun. <laughs> um, thank you, Pastor David and this beautiful congregation. Um, each year around this time, I do have the honor of joining this beautiful congregation of believers to bring some thoughts on the culture of life, the Mariah Center's journey, and some hopeful stories of life. Also to give my profound thanks for the partnership which God has entrusted our two mission fields. Today's gospel is very special to me. It was my mother's favorite, and it was read at her memorial service 20 years ago. My mother loved this gospel. She loved children, was childlike in her love of Christ, and that light always shone to others. Unless you turn and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom, and whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. At the center, it is our mission to receive each mother, father, each child, no matter what their need, always in his name. As I watched my four children growing up and now my grandchildren, I'm reminded how trusting, how adoring, how open, and how loved they feel as they look to their parents. The openness, simplicity, and trust are how God wants us to be with him. Our souls wide open, looking into the heart of our Lord, humbling ourselves to the Holy Spirit, and trusting God's plan for our lives, to shine for him. Now, I'm a very simple person. I don't claim to be a brilliant mind, an intellectual, a scholar or even the sharpest tool in the shed. Uh, I do have a lot of common sense, 
but my brain gets cluttered easily with too much information. So when I ask God for guidance and direction on something in my life, I need a sign, a symbol, a response, or even a knock in the head. Last year at this time, we were asking God for guidance in changing parishes. We did get a sign and are very fulfilled in our new church. A few months later, a friend of mine who had battled cancer bravely was now in hospice in her home, her two children by her side helping her along with many friends. I had been praying fervently and asking God for guidance and a sign. Where, Lord, you want me to walk with her in her final days? How can I love her to you? I loved her so much, but I didn't feel I was in her circle of close, intimate friends, and I didn't want to intrude. I needed guidance, and I asked uh, others to pray for her and for me on this journey. I was visiting her a month before she passed, and her daughter mentioned out of the blue that her mom wanted to have a small Catholic service for her funeral. Hmm, maybe this was God's invitation for me to speak and invite. Okay, I spoke up. I had known her 20 years and never inquired about her faith walk. That took some reflection. I told her how we had just joined a lovely church community that was very welcoming and would it be okay if I reached out to the priest we were getting to know and invite the three of them to meet and they could chat. I didn't know the priest very well yet or if she could have a service. I just felt called to have them meet. I facilitated a meeting in her home, introduced her, her daughter, and father, and I gave it to God. I stepped back to let the Holy Spirit guide the days to come, and I continued to pray. I found out after a few weeks they had met several times. Father, of course, did not share personal conversations. She passed away a few weeks later at great peace. Her daughter expressed to me the peace she and her mom felt and how unexpected and how beautiful. A week after her passing, there was a lovely small funeral service at our new church. I was, in, I was invited, and at this celebration of her life, Father expressed the joy which he had in guiding her home to reconciliation, communion, and full joy of knowing her home going was at peace and she was going to the Lord. I bring these two moments of being guided by the Lord up because I know they were from God. This is the kind of guidance and direction we are seeking at the Mariah Center. When we pray specifically and listen, he answers. God's grace and mercy are so profound and so available. I believe the peace she and her daughter felt were truly from God. I tell you this because we often, I often feel, I don't want to intrude and invade personal space, ask questions, fearing to offend, or out of fear of rejection. But when I ask God, how do you want me to love? Help me get out of the way so the Holy Spirit can guide me. Then I am that little child in the gospel, open and eager, and not worried about what others think, but what God thinks. Do I shine for myself, or do I shine for the Lord? Do I shine as a person who believes all life is sacred? This is what we earnestly seek to do at the Mariah Center. When a woman seeking to not have her child comes to us in distress or overwhelmed, we ask God to be at the center of the relationship. We listen like a parent with a child, find out what they value, what are their obstacles, what are their fears, 
and love them to the author of life. These are complete acts of faith, not in ourselves, but in the Holy Spirit. I'd like to ask you to do something for a few minutes. I would like you to close your eyes and bow your heads. And I don't fall asleep, this will just be for a brief reflection. I'd like you to picture Christ on the cross. His beaten, bruised, disfigured, and bloody body. The body of our Lord nailed to the cross. Look at the nails in his hands. The nails through his feet. The sharp crown of thorns pounded into his head and the piercing in his side. This dying, suffering man on the cross seems to be just an historical event. But to us who believe this fully divine, this fully human man was tortured and hung on the cross, taken down, laid in the tomb, arose from the dead, and that these actions took away our sins, that he opened the gates of heaven, and now we have eternal life with him. This event is our reason to live and love and serve our King. God's powerful and amazing love changes us, and we are called, destined to be on the mission field for him. When I take a moment and reflect on this total sacrifice of Father, giving his Son to this kind of death, and Christ's obedience, then I have a glimpse into how much I am loved, a glimpse that is awesome. Please open your eyes. He is risen, and he sits at the right hand of the Father in all his glory. This death and resurrection makes sense to us because of a gift, a great and glorious gift, faith. We should give thanks each day for this gift. This is God's grace coming through the Holy Spirit to us, pure gift. Nothing else makes more sense. In all culture of life work, we carry the promise and the hope of resurrection to each person. Nothing makes more sense than to see a pregnant woman with her wounds of poverty, suffering, abuse, neglect, abandonment, financial hardship, or a stranger welcomed in a strange land as Christ and walk with her to new life. Seven months ago, I received a call from a young man seeking to find a place to help his girlfriend end her pregnancy. I asked him how far along she was, how long they had known each other, and why they were considering this life and death decision. His answer was, we are not ready to have kids and this comes at a bad time. I asked how long they had known each other and made some comments about how their long-term relationship was a wonderful thing to see and that maybe they were ready to be parents as they were really committed to each other. I encouraged him to think long-term and then I spoke about his role as protector and guardian of mom and baby and that he is made for this beautiful task. I talked about the long-term sadness and emotional and spiritual aftermath of this grave decision. I offered them support, medical, practical help in the many ways we serve. He said he would think about it and talk with her. I said, my name is Beth, what is yours? He told me his name. I quietly said, you know what your name means, don't you? He said, yes. His name means Christ with us. I encouraged him and said, please do not make any life-altering decisions without thinking about what we talked about. I am here for you and will contact you in a few days. I texted him a few days later and asked him where their hearts were. And they said, 
We want to keep the baby. Fast forward several months later and many text messages to stay in touch and keep the encouragement going. Two weeks ago, they arrived to pick up many wonderful, beautiful, practical, and helpful items for their child. This because of a phone call we had never even met, but I asked God to guide them to life, to guide my words to accepting new life. They were excited and hopeful for bringing their little girl into this world. We never know how our words impact. We must choose our words and attitude with love, grace, and generosity. The Mariah Center has been around since 74. We are all volunteers, always in need of volunteers. Uh, we are a crisis pregnancy center and a pregnancy resource center. We are open five days a week serving thousands of mothers, babies, and families from all over. The need is greater than ever. The financial hardships and difficulty finding work for people is even greater than ever. This last fall, one of our phone volunteers received a call from an 18-year-old looking to come to the clinic for a procedure. The volunteer shared how we are there to help in so many ways and said, what a joy it will be to meet your baby in seven months. The girl said, I'm not ready to be a mom, I'm too young. Our volunteer said, you're already a mom and you're feeding, housing, and growing the little life inside you. The volunteer listened to where this young woman was coming from, heard her fears, concerns, and challenges, and helped the young woman take one thing at a time and address the seemingly daunting issues. Her little boy will be born in a few weeks, and because she didn't sneak off and go to a clinic, her mom is a grandmother, and her family who loves her are walking the journey with her. She called us to make it go away, and now she is welcoming new life, she herself growing into the woman God wants her to be. Culture of life is to say yes to sacrificial love, not comfortable love. Stepping out of where we are comfortable to where God wants us. Not being afraid of asking others about their journey, their struggles, their faith. Helping others to shine. I don't come here each year just to ask for money. Yes, we do need it. But it's not the main source of revenue I come here for. I come here for your blessings and your encouragement. I come to share good news of life and hope and love. I truly come here because I cannot guide and lead without your prayers, your intercession, your hope, praying for life, for the life of mothers, families, the lives of the volunteers and the donors. And as you well know, these last nine months of COVID have been challenging for us all. The center has not shut down at all. We haven't missed any days due to the pandemic. I asked for God's guidance and the board, and we stayed open very safely. He gave us a sign. A little something personal here. I have dealt with health anxieties for my whole life, a burden I bear and navigate. And as someone with health anxieties working during a global pandemic, you think it would be more frightening and terrifying than anything in the world. Not knowing in March when it all started exactly what we would be dealing with, how many volunteers could and would work, and what would be our standard operating procedure, we stayed open because of a sign from God. Because we had been called to be open when many social services closed, I considered us essential. The need has been so tremendous and so constant, numbers of people like we've never seen, so many people out of work, no food, diapers, formula, or money for clothing and baby equipment. 
20 to 25 new babies being born each month during the whole time of the pandemic and all in great need. For three months, I had a skeleton crew and God protected us. He is still protecting us. And here's the miracle. Not once in these last nine months have I been afraid of getting COVID at the center. We follow protocols and are diligent, but we are being protected. My counselor says I have more courage than fear by staying open. I say no, it's Christ the King, my protector, and Christ the King Parish watching over us. But we are open and we need you. Here's what we need, prayers and volunteers. Come help one day a week, Monday through Thursday, 10 to three or Saturday, 10 to one. Come sort baby clothing, check out baby equipment, label diapers and formula, help carry donations when they come in, put maternity clothes on the rack, call clients and tell them the items they requested are ready, or train and be a phone volunteer. There's lots to do every day. Each month during this tough time, we are giving out more and more giant food cards. People are hungry and cannot afford food. Please donate food cards in many, any denominations. To and right now, I need a bunk bed for a family, a mom and three young boys living in one room. They had to throw out their beds because of bed bugs. Help me buy that for $500. Costs around $4,400 to pay for prenatal care and labs for one woman in crisis to carry her child to term. Our monthly cost to be open, lights, heat, phone, insurance is around $7,400. We have an Amazon wish list that includes formula, diapers, wipes, car seats, pack and plays, and more. I need generous shoppers who can shop online. All items can be sent directly to the center, just put on instructions. We give around 20 car seats a month and have none right now. They're on our wish list. We are in, we are in, we are in constant need because we are constantly giving. Your beloved parish is one of the heartbeats of the center and we truly cannot do it without you and I'm humbled, humbled by your love and your, your care. I am so grateful. Three years ago when I took over leadership after Joan, our director, died, we had a substantial debt, not due to anything but an aging director not able to keep up with her role as full-time director and fundraiser. I am very pleased to tell you with God's help hard work, fiscal tightness, wonderful new donors. We have just finished paying our full debt at the end of this month. I would love to chat after the service and get to know you and answer any questions. Oh, tomorrow, please pray for a young woman we are bringing to the doctor at 945. Pray for her and her child that she chooses life. Oh, and she needs a car, pray for that too. A few final thoughts, faith. A true and grace-filled gift. Grow in faith and yet still be childlike in your wonder and awe. Hope. Do not despair in these difficult times. Find joy in all things and share that joy. Love. Your capacity to love is endless because God is the author of love. Dig deep and let your light shine. You may be the only light of Christ some people may ever see. God bless you and thank you.